Hey everybody, listen up. This is JR with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode of my podcast, we're going to be doing a little difference from random things. This time, we're going to be doing an interview with somebody who is a famous R&B pop singer. He is from the underground scenes of the Coachella Valley, which is in the great state of California, up in the mountain area near Palm Springs. If you don't know the Coachella Valley, remember Coachella Fest. Like, or as they will call it, Baychella, when Beyonce was here. So, now, I actually got a chance to get a hold of him. His name is Elia, the artist. And I'm telling you right now, he's been on the local scenes of the local news, medias, and everything else around the city. And he's been seen in almost every underground club. Basically, what he's been doing, he's been grinding. He's been grinding really, really hard. And stuff, and and he's been he's been grinding really hard and getting everything done and putting everything on his music and his talents. The reason why I'm interviewing him because I want you to understand. I want y'all to listen to who he is and everything and what he does and what he's all about. So I'm going to introduce him. He is. I heard his music, and I'm gonna tell you right now. When you think of a male artist like J. Cole or something like that, he doesn't have it. J. Cole's got nothing on him. You think of like Twizza and K-Swift and all them, nothing. You think of anybody like, when it comes to rap, uh, you could say probably Eminem and all them, got nothing on him. When it comes to smooth R&B, like uh, maybe maybe a Teddy Pendergraph, you're old school, or you more modern, like um, some more modern stuff like Chris Brown, has nothing on him. He is a little bit more versatile because he can, his his vocal ranges go up and down the spectrum of the scale. But other than that, let me tell you something right now. It's moto time. Listen carefully. Rich, Rich people, poor people. Rich people act poor. Poor people act rich. Think about that. What does that mean? When, when rich people want to maintain their wealth of being a super billionaire, they spend less. They thrift shop. Poor people want to act like a billionaire so they go spend more. Think about that when it comes to tax time. What do most people do in the urban cities? Oh, baby, don't worry about Christmas. When I get my tax check, it's second Christmas. Think about that. If you got money, pay off your bets. Pay off your debts. Pay your bills. Get yourself out of of your jam. And remember this. He who has the gold rules the world. So now, we're going to get into this interview. And I'm going to let him talk about himself and tell you about how you can find him on the platform. So tell us. How can we find you on the platforms? You can find me on Instagram. <clears throat> My Instagram is Elia the Artist, E L I A and the Artist. Um, Facebook is Marquis Bell. Um, and Inst- uh, YouTube is, you can look me up on Marquis Elia Bell. Yeah, those are my platforms for now. So, what, so where is your music being um, distributed on? Which platforms? Um, currently, just Instagram. Um, my EP hasn't been out yet, so unfortunately, my music hasn't hit any platforms yet. But it will be on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the question. Now, when you look at your influence of artists, who is your major influence when it comes to you as an artist? Mm. Can I be honest? Yeah. My major influence would have to be Jalen. Oh. Yeah. Jalen is a, um, my, well, not just Jalen, um, artists in the valley. 
like in the Coachella Valley? Yeah, like they're really good. Like honestly, like now currently, I've been looking up to them and like really like observing them and their style. And currently, right now in the Valley, Jalen, you know, Bree, <coughs> uh, Bree De La Rosa. Um, so if you would stack yourself against the underground art, the local artists in the valley, mm-hmm. <coughs> would you say are you as equal, or or you are as a little bit above them when it comes to singing, or are you um, like as an equal when it comes to talent? We're very equal. Um, I feel like there's no really rate to rate our voices because we all have different types of ranges, um, ranges and different styles. Um, Jalen has her own little style going on, which is so sick. Um, honestly, she's like one of the most best art- female artists I've ever known out here locally. So how do, so how would someone go listen to her? Um, you can check her stuff at uh, underscore Jalen R um, on Instagram. Check her stuff out um, on YouTube. You can check her out on Seven Roses. Um, Jalen, her whole EP is on there. It's so good. Honestly, like I have that on repeat. Love her. So how many albums, how many albums in the works are you doing right now, currently? Albums? Uh, no albums. I'm I mean, doing, you know, you're currently writing. Um, I'm doing an EP and I'm doing an EP of a span of six songs. Oh, so you got one so, album coming up. One EP. One EP? Mm-hmm. So let people know what EP means. EP is basically a short, um, a short, um, it's not really an album because albums are more of a full, length. a full length, a full foundation. My EP is like more like short songs and like verse, like, yeah. like you giving them a tease yeah. of what you can do. Cause I feel like nowadays everybody's attention span is so short. Like two minutes, three minutes. Yeah. Like, 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 like a good example. A one minute and 43 seconds was Nas, Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. when he had that song, yeah. Old Town Road. And everybody, right there, just that little one minute, and people grasp to that. Oh, so yeah. your music is going to be like something like that, where it's like, you want to get them there, you want them to listen, but then not over... Overdo it. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing a Michael Jackson Thriller song no. or a Prince Purple Rain, even yeah. though that would be great if you can get that, yeah. you know, but you want to get, you want to, you want to get, you want the audience to appreciate you, you you as a vocalist. Yeah. And there's going to be um, some of my friends, um, like me randomly recording them with them not even knowing. So mm-hmm. I did that. Um, there's going to be a lot of poetry that I'm going to be putting inside my EP because a lot of the stuff that I've been through um, is going to be on the EP. So ah. lots of emotion and change. But it's not going to be just simply music. It's going to have like a little turn up songs. So... So now, like, um, a good example, like, um, would you say some of your songs, if they say it sound, would it be more, would it be like, a, if they say, who does it sound like, your music? Is your music sound like you, which is totally different from someone else, or would they say, if someone who, who never heard you would say it sounds like, like, say, he sounds like Chris Brown, or uh-huh. he sounds like um, Jaquan, or he sounds like, like, J. Cole. I you know, or he sounds like, you know, just, you know what I mean? Like a, like a, like he sounds like a, a certain artist or would they say he sounds totally different that you don't sound like nobody else they ever heard. You're so unique. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, I you're a unique. I of both. Like I got, like I sound like John Legend a little bit. Oh, John Legend. Um, but mostly I get like my Usher. personality, like very 
So you put a little more island to it because I noticed, I remember I read about you, you said that you are a Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. Where, so a uh, Pacific Islander, so that means you're probably like, I'm guessing, let's see, let me, let me figure, maybe Tongan? No. No? I'm, <laughs> no? I'm Samoan. Wow. I'm Samoan and black. Wow. So now, how does that influence you when it comes to music, being that you are Samoan and being that you're also of color, being that you're black or African-American or however they put it, you know, people just don't matter what you're saying. So how does that feel when it comes to you and your um, music? So when you put it into music, so you dig into your roots back and you figure, well, see, I'm Samoan, so I'll get some island, fly, island flair. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, I'm color, person of color, do I get into some black, uh, like African-American. Do I find artists that I can listen to? So do you find any artists that are Islanders that you listen to that you can get your influence from? Um, like, 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 like for me, I like Judeezy because I know he's Samoan and I like him because he's always good. Mm-hmm. And I like 6ix9ine and, and there's a few other, and, um, there's a few other Islanders that I like, but th- that's just me because I like them. Mm-hmm. But for you, I would figure you would probably say like Fiji. Yep. You know, you know, or like 10 feet, yep. you know, you know, th- those people like that, or, you know, those are, you know, all I can see, no, I understand. Yeah. So your music is more of a, a mo- like a mashup, because mm-hmm. you're not trying to, you're not trying to stick with one genre, you want people to see your vocal range. Mm-hmm. I want people to see my whole range of music, not just my hip hop side, but my Hawaiian side, I'm Hawaiian side. My Samoan side, my Islander side, and also my other sides as well, because I'm not really much of an R&B singer. I'm much more of a... Pop. But more mainstream. Pop. Pop free with an island reggae. Yeah. Because you want to be... You're trying to appeal to the... You're trying to fusion your music. Mm -hmm. Because you want people to... You want to be more like... You want to say like indie, but you still want to be mainstream. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you want to be indie. You want to still have that indie vibe where you can still be in the grunge of like in the back of a coffee shop having, you know, mm-hmm. like people sitting there listening to your music. Mm-hmm. And then you're also at the big, like the Staples Center mm-hmm. doing a doing a 40,000 concert. You still be able to do that. Right. Because you want to you be able to do both. You want to, you know, you still want to be able to be the grounded but still have that mainstream. Yes, sir. So like, so like if, Say for instance, example, you're you're out and about and you're at a club and somebody famous says, I want you to pull, play for Rihanna. I want you to open for Rihanna. As an example, would you do that? I sure would. So you would so if they said, Okay, we want you to play for Rihanna, you know, you'd be like, Oh, okay, sure. You'd be like, or or someone says, um, Janet Jackson looking for an opening act. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they say, do you have enough to put it? They said, do you have enough? For, do you have enough for for a full album? Full album? Currently, no. <laughs> no, I mean, they asked you, could you get enough for a full album to be put out on stage? Yeah, you could because that means because that means that'll, that'll probably give you that'll make you want to work as twice as hard to write. Oh, like you know, give me a time span. Yeah, but like, she's like, okay, here she go like this. Um, you got one month. You got two months. Um. Yeah, I can make that happen. And then, and be ready to go on tour. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, because that, because you, that, that gives you the motivation and the drive to be, so what drives you to be, 
What drives you to be the success that you're getting at? Because I know that you're grinding because I know they say it doesn't, like Rome doesn't, Rome wasn't built overnight, so you're grinding hard on the ground. People don't understand that you're grinding. People think that being successful is like, oh, I wake up one day, I'm successful. But they don't realize that the hard work you get to put into it. You know? Um, honestly, pain. Yeah, pain Pain really drives me. I know it's, like, really weird and, like, depressing, but honestly, like, um, I held my pain and I use my pain in a different way. So, like, when I feel hurt or anything that I've, anything that's going on, I feel fucking stressed or feel like I can't, like, I feel... You put it to paper. Put it to paper and... I just, I just freaking do it. Like I do it. You and push I, I, yourself within me. I yes, I push myself to do it within me and just do it. Because no one else is going to do exactly. it. Exactly. No one else is gonna do it for me. And it, like right now, like I'm just going through like a little breakup right now, and it really sucks. But it's pushing me to do stuff that I wouldn't normally do in a relationship. And it just makes you step out of your comfort zone to be able to do things that you normally wouldn't have done. Oh, like, yeah, no. you know, yeah. And it pushes me to do something that makes me feel proud, not for him, but for myself. Because you never know, you might actually, because um, I look at it like this, you might be, what do you call that? What's that? You might be like Sam Smith. You you know, the artist Sam Smith? Yeah. You know, like the, um, there was that story about him, how he wrote a, how he wrote this song because of a breakup. Because he told this person, I'm going to be famous. Mm-hmm. And the person said, well, either you choose fame or me. He chose fame, and look what happened. Now the person who should have been in his life end up not being in his life, but he got someone else. So maybe, like they say, one door opens, another one door closes, another door opens for you. Yeah. So maybe, maybe pen, maybe the doors are just opening for you slowly, even though you wish they were open faster. But maybe they're opening a little at a time. So, now, how does your family feel about you and your success? Your small success? Um, they're super supportive. They, they love me. They're really proud of me. Um, it's really good to get that support because a lot of people in this world don't really get the support from their family as much as I do. So, I'm really blessed with that in general. Um, I don't know, just everything. Even though this was like a little small thing, like I'm still going to keep going. You know, just keep pushing myself to do stuff. And 2020 is not here to play. I am so done with distractions, period. So what do you tell someone who wants to... What do you tell someone who's in your shoes? Who's in the beginning stages in your shoes about wanting to be famous? So what, do you, so what advice would you... Okay, what advice would you give someone who's starting out? Who wants to be, who wants to be a singer and they're starting out. What do you tell them the first step they need to do? Give them like a like a like a guide like a roadmap. Say wow. this is the roadmap that you need to follow, and this right here will get you to where you should be at a point in life. You're giving them the your advice. If someone came to you and said, "How how can I get to the point to where I could be singing confident on TV?" Now, what advice would you give them, like a roadmap guide from the beginning to where you're at? How would you give it to them? Um, lots of practice. 
wow like I cannot stress that enough like I couldn't sing on stage for the life of me when I was young like I was so scared and shaky and fidgety and I couldn't like I that was not in the best place of being in front of people and singing um but as time goes by, practice singing in front of people first, or even just rapping, performing, just practice. I feel like that's the main goal that you need to have within yourself because you can sing all you want, but can you perform? Can you bring it? Can you can you give to the table that other people wouldn't dare doing? You know, like, you now once you attack that and start practicing, then you can start recording. And recording even then is like even nerve wracking because it's like, first my first recording session I was super nervous but I did it but it wasn't like my real authentic self until now of how I record currently so like my first recording session like was really like shy I was holding back I I didn't know what to expect or anything but I did it and my first session was pretty cool and then it kept on progressing and my writing kept on progressing so practice keep on practicing and practice your craft on a daily um, doesn't have to be all crazy like practice on your time because it's your talent it's your time and then once you start grinding and being confident you can from there shoot off and go anywhere and go to anybody confidently and say like I can do this period if you want me to do this I got it I got oh you want an EP you, got, you want songs I got it you want a two hour session I got it can you perform? I got it. You know, like practice makes perfect. Okay, now like, okay, here's the thing. If someone said, "Can you write me a song for my team for my show?" Could you do that? Yes. It's, I mean, if they just asked you to. Yeah. Like a good example, let's say, um, uh, I would say like the Red Table. Mm-hmm. That's a good example. The Red Table with um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Could you write them a song for their show? Yeah. I believe I can. You could. Have you ever thought about doing that? And then submitting it to them. The lyrics and stuff. Write them write them the lyrics and put the music for their show. Oh. You know, you never th- you know cuz um because the reason why I asked that I was watching one of their episodes and they had a um one of their, they had this guy Wally on there. Mm-hmm. And um Wally was talking he was talking about, you know, I and I went and watched him. I watched him on YouTube on another interview where he said that Locally, where he was at, what made him famous was he wrote a he wrote a song and produced it of a local of a local you know business mm-hmm. for free, so they can use it on TV, oh. which got him the exposure. And then from there, he you know he kept getting better because you know they got his you know see hearing him on TV got him the confidence you know, like you said to be because you know everywhere people heard him. Mm-hmm. So that got people to listen. Who is that person? Then people started wanting to work with him. Right. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I got I got one last question. Um, this is called rapid questions. One last question. These are called the, um, the, five, the five questions that I ask every person I interview. Just simple questions like, ready? It's not a pass or fail. Just simple questions like, number one, what is your favorite foods? Eggs. Eggs? Um, <laughs> your favorite music? My favorite music? Um, in uh, lo-fi. Lo-fi? Mm-hmm. Okay, now, if you had a choice, 
if you had a choice between, well, we already know the answer, but, you know, because where you live at, if you had a choice between winter or summer, what, what would you rather have? I mean, winter means snow on the ground. Summer means, like, summer. 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 Winter. Winter? Yeah, I love sweater weather. Would you rather have, um, would you rather have, would you rather have an honest person or a thug person in your life? I mean, when I say honest, I mean the person that's, like, um, straight. Like, what I mean, like, um, uh, how can I put it? Highly educated. Not edgy. You know, clean cut, suit and tie, that kind of person. Honest. Or would you rather have a thug that just lived dangerous and, you know, that can actually just, li- you know, keep you on that edge every night. And always spontaneous. But then you have this other person that's straight, narrow, and high. Honest. Because I'm not going to waste my time with no. Well, there you go. And the one last question is... If you could be, if you could be, if you could be someone, if you could be the president of the United States, what would be the first thing you do as president? Oh. If they if they had you in the office, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing you would do in America for American for American people? For American people, I would. Hmm, dang. How to try to fix this hunger issue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely try to feed everyone. Everyone's hungry. Yeah. Jesus. People huh. need to eat. Well, that's good. Yeah. Huh. Definitely feed everyone. Most definitely. Yeah. More, um, more food, um, food stations where you just sign in your name and that, that's what your name and your signature is what gives us money. Basically, yeah. so once you sign, it doesn't matter if you're homeless or not. Just sign it, and you get food. Oh, okay. So now, in closing, I want to tell everybody he's gonna. You gotta catch him out on social media. You gotta check him out. Listen to his music. Trust me. If you listen to his music, you. Will, I'm telling you right now. When I think, like I said, when I think of J Cole, I think of Usher. The reason why I say I think of J Cole because of J Cole. Oh, think of Chris Brown. I know. No, Chris Brown is not the person that you would say to listen. J. Cole, no, not really, because Usher, not really. Some people said Neo. I had somebody ask me, well, does he sound like Neo? I said, well, Neo is not that, Neo is good, but he's a little bit better. But he's underground, so a lot of you out there who don't know him, you need to go check out his YouTube page. Check out his YouTube page, check out his Instagram, and when you check those out, I guarantee you, you will see that, if you check him out, you will see that he's a human, he's a person. With talent, raw, and his talent, and when you listen to his music, it's more, you hear the emotions in his music, so you'll hear that. So, he's going to tell you where you can find him on social media one more time, and then we're out of here because I got to go pay some bills. So, let everybody know where they can find you on your social media. You can find me on Aaliyah the Artist on Instagram, E-L-I-A, and the last one is The Artist, and Facebook is Marquee Bell. And YouTube is Marky Elia Bell. You can find me on that platform. Okay, well, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I will go because I got to go pay some water bills. And I will talk to you later on my next podcast. I promise you, my next podcast, I will be doing the book called The 48 Laws of the Game. I promise you we'll do that. But this one right here, I just happen to get this artist. When you when you get an artist that has such raw talent like this in the underground, you have to get him on an interview. So I will talk to y'all later, all right? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. Stay tuned until next time.